from the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. Drop, drop, drop. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sexy. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the Album Drop is on the air. And I've waited a long time to say this. Welcome to an award-winning radio program. That's right, folks. Our friends at the National Campus and Community Radio Association, through their gala event this past weekend as part of their radio conference here on campus at the University of Ottawa, awarded this little show the Award for Outstanding Achievement in Music Programming. Needless to say, I am shocked and surprised and incredibly humbled to receive this award and subsequently all of the wonderful, wonderful things that people have said to me in regards to it. And all I can promise is to keep making awesome radio for all of you to enjoy. But enough about me. Let's talk about music for a minute. Coming up today on the show, so much. Ryan McKinley from the band Pew 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 will be joining us in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about their new record and their tour. It's going to be wonderful. We've also got brand new music from The Kills. Ash and Ice is the name of their new record and it's so good. And we're going to share a few tunes from it, as well as brand new music from Ziggy Marley, celebrating his 40th year in the music business this year. For a guy who's 48 years old, that's pretty darn impressive, I'd have to say. He's got a new record out, we're going to play some of that as well. Also going to get to this week in music history, as I feel it is a particularly noteworthy one. And there's some things that we have to talk about in regards to that, and we're going to get to that. But very first, top of the docket, I want to talk about Nerve Button. They're a band out of Moncton, New Brunswick, and they have a new tape out on Shake Records. It's a self-titled release, and it's unapologetic, no messing around, punk rock style rock and roll. What does that mean? It'll make a lot more sense in a few seconds. We're going to start with a tune called Gunningville Saints. It's brand new stuff from Nerve Button, and it's here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. Find out. 
This album right now. Only on the album drop. Twitter, C-H-U-O, we're everywhere. Who else but the album drop?
Three in a row from Nerve Button here on the album drop. That was iPhony. Also heard Bit the Bullet. Gunningsville Saints was the first one that we played from the self-titled cassette out on Shake Records out of Victoria. Album's also available on vinyl through uh, Wanda Records in Germany. You can stream a few tracks from the tape on their Bandcamp, or you, you can pick up those tracks as a digital EP, which you can click through the player on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. And check it out for yourself. Two of the tunes that we played in that set are on that EP. So if you dig it and you have a dollar to spare, you're in luck. This is CHUO 89.1 FM and I'm Phil Shirakawa. Thanks a lot for listening to our show. You're listening to the album drop. And punk rock is still very much alive. And and that hasn't been clear since listening to the brand new self-titled release from my guest Ryan McKinley and his band. Normally I would say the name of your band here, but that leads me right into my first question, Ryan. How do you... (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, I have a pretty good idea based on, you know, seeing it written and whatnot, but is, 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 is it supposed to be taken literally or is it, is, is it one of those artistic things where like the name of your band is actually the sound and not actually the the written representation (laughs) of it? Or am I just like thinking too much about this kind of thing? Uh, no, you think about it as much as you want. Um, definitely not. (laughs) supposed to be taken too artistically but yeah it's pronounced however you think i say q q q kind of just how it sounds or looks but yeah you know a lot of like laser sounds okay people does um do, do, do people normally have a hard time with this or am i just like is it am i just over oh, no. this it's it's always awkward like when we cross the border and stuff they'll ask you what your band name is and it's always an interesting reaction <laughs> <laughs> but yet they keep letting you into the states, so you must be they doing keep something. Right. Said, yeah, yeah. I guess we're doing okay. <laughs> well, I mean, anybody who's uh, heard the new record that's been out this week knows you guys are doing okay. You, you've put together a, a really strong punk rock record. Thanks so much. Uh, um, my pleasure. Thank, thanks for doing it. Um, the, the the first thing I noticed from listening to this record is how important hooks seem to be to your band. Is that uh, is that something that's done intentionally? Or is it just kind of a thing where that's the kind of music you write and it just so happens you, that you happen to be good at it? Uh, well, thank you. Um, hopefully, yeah, we're just it's kind of just naturally how we write songs together. Um, Mike, our other guitar player and singer, writes a lot of the a lot of the songs on this record, so the hook duties are kind of on him. <laughs> we we help out with that. So yeah, thank you. Oh. Um, I guess it is intentional. Now, uh, there there seems to be a common theme. Um, that I found throughout uh, your music, and now uh, maybe I'm wrong, but <laughs> you guys read a lot, a lot of tunes about drinking. Um, that is true. Um, would it be fair to assume that that is an accurate representation of the way you guys kind of spend your time? Yes, very okay. accurate. Um, the songs are pretty indicative of our lifestyle. <laughs> we write what we know. Okay, and <laughs> how, how's that going for you? It's going well. 
we all we all still enjoy drinking, <laughs> having a couple beers. We stayed in a place last night in uh, Lower Illinois. We got in at like eleven thirty, and um, I guess like local law dictates that you can't serve after ten p.m. on Sundays. So yeah, we were bummed out, man. Oh, absolutely. What are you? Gonna, what? So we we had a dry night. <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming that's it will a, not be the same tonight. That that's a rare occurrence in the world of pew pew pew. Yeah, it's not a rare occurrence in our daily personal lives, but when we're all together, it seems to be that way. Does that get in the way of work at all, or does it? <laughs> no, somebody always has to drive. So okay. <laughs> well, you mean work work within the band, or well, that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, it's it because it, I mean traditionally, uh, if. In any other workplace situation, if that was the way that you approached, you know, your time together, um, it, it would be detrimental to the job that you're doing. <laughs> Definitely. But it doesn't really yeah. seem to be getting in the way here. Is that a fair way of looking at, looking at it? We try to let it enhance our work lives <laughs> as much as we can. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. We try not to drink too much before we play so we can put on a, a good show, you know? Let the fun happen afterwards. Okay. There's definitely been shows where we drank too much, but... <laughs> well, that's a live and learn kind of thing, right? It's exactly live and learn. Okay. Cool. You're listening to the album drop. We don't make much money. Let's come as no surprise. We got trouble for us so we wouldn't self-titled album pew, pew, pew. and before we go out drinking here on the album drop i'm joined by one of the band's guitarists and vocalists ryan mckinley today on the show now anybody who had heard um your previous record uh would recognize a few tunes can, we, can i ask a little bit of a, a bit of an insight question here for people that maybe aren't musicians or haven't really done that um, cause you know, I, I feel like, you know, hardcore fans would be like, Oh, what the hell? Why are they re-recording songs? We know these songs already, but wh- why does a band, um, what's in it for you guys, um, for doing that kind of thing? Um, well, with regards to that record, um, 
we kind of made a lot of stylistic changes in the band. We went through like a couple member changes due to the sound of the band. Um, just kind of naturally changed with new people. And, you know, I used to play bass when that record was recorded. And, um, you know, we got a new member, Emmett, and he took over bass. And then I started playing guitar. And, yeah, the songs just kind of started getting faster and louder. So, yeah. And there were songs we still liked a lot and liked playing. So we decided to re-record them, I think, quite a bit better than the first record. So well, that's, the, that's pretty much the only thing behind it. That that's the big thing you notice right away too is the production quality on this release is far superior to what we heard on Glory Days. Um, yeah, we put a lot more time and money and effort into it. But thank you. Oh, <laughs> now, so, so the record just came out, um, and I, I'd like to know how you got involved with Royal Mountain. Uh, we got involved with them through our good friends Pup, who are going down to Austin today, not tomorrow to meet and start touring. Um, yeah, we've been playing shows with them since both of our bands kind of started, and then obviously they've taken off quite a bit. And we're happy to be touring with them. But yeah, they uh, we met the Royal Mountain folks through them, um, played some shows in Colorado and stuff too, and everybody's really great there. So kind of a natural progression for us to hook up with them looking on your website i can see that there's you know you got this tour with pup and then you've got a few more dates booked after that um when when do we get you here in ottawa uh do, do you have an idea uh, hopefully we'll be back soon we are frequent visitors of the uh, house of targs so i'm okay. sure we'll be back there soon we love playing there the most fun venue in the world maybe well d- certainly in this town that's for sure yeah hang out and play pinball and watch bands pretty Pretty cool. Pete Pierogi. Yeah, Yogi's like a an awesome dude, and we've been fortunate to go there and play a few times. Yeah, obviously, you know, you guys are right at the beginning of a tour. You're going to have a lot of time in the van. Um, mm-hmm. How do you pass time in the van? Do you listen to tunes? Um, what? what uh... Yeah. Uh, Mike and I just got done listening to a football podcast, so there's going to be a lot of that, I think. Yeah, music. Whoever's sitting in the front passenger seat gets to pick. Yeah, we just kind of shoot Team building. Team building. <laughs> and then we go drink when we get to a place. That's even more team building. So I think what, what I can take from this interview is that camaraderie and having a good time is a very important part to the everyday lives of your band. Definitely. You know, we're all really good friends and enjoy spending time together. And, uh, the music, hopefully, is a reflection of that. Well, th- there's no question that, I mean... Uh, you, you listen to you listen to this record, and it's just you can tell you can tell that it was recorded with smiles on your faces. So I'm glad I'm glad that comes across. Well, you know, we were going for. I mean, you obviously see enough punk bands to know that there are some angry punks out there. Yes, there are. You run into a few. <laughs> yeah, kind of hard not to. I mean, you know, they're, 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 you're going to bump into the spikes in their jacket or get a mohawk in exactly. the eye, right? So, yeah. um, I guess it's just you know, it, m- maybe it's the Canadian thing. I don't know. Kind of hard to be a yeah. jerk when you're from Ontario. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> That's true. We do have a reputation of being very nice people. Well, I, I can tell you after 10 minutes of talking to you that, uh, that that is going to continue. Oh, thanks. Oh, no trouble, <laughs> Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really appreciate your time. And um, No problem. Thanks for talking to me. Hey, no problem. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll have an Ottawa date to announce. And, um, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely be back there soon. Sooner than later, hopefully. You're listening to The Album Drop.
Brand new stuff from Pew Pew Pew, and it's here on the album Drop CHUO 89.1 FM, mid-twenties skateboarder. It's the one that we just heard before we go out drinking was the one before that, both on the self-titled release from the group out of Toronto, available now on Royal Mountain Records. And I think that's the first time I've ever had a guest on the program thank me for talking to them. Make sure you check them out the next time they come to town, because if nothing else, they seem like a really cool band and really nice dudes. So, I mean, you, you got to support independent bands that seem to be good people. Plus, I mean, beers aren't cheap, and they got a lot of tunes about them. You listen to that record, it's only 21 minutes long, but trying to find a song about beer on that record would be like trying to find a cement truck on Rito this week. Too soon? No. You're listening to the album drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. We're going to take our only break of the hour. When we return, lots more to get to, so you don't want to miss any of it. Stick around, folks. It's all going to happen right after this. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return. I'm a Now, let's get back to the album drop. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Hey, you can learn to work and play. Hey, get along with each other. It's not a big deal for me, but from what I understand, that's like a huge tune to a certain generation. Probably people that could very well be walking around campus right now. Good afternoon to you. This is the album drop here on CHUO 89.1 FM. And right now, I want to talk about music from the eldest of Bob and Rita's children, Ziggy Marley. He's back with a new record. It's self-titled, and maybe that's supposed to signify some kind of rebirth. Um, You know, some kind of, you know starting over kind of deal which would be a very logical approach for an artist who's been out there doing his thing for 40 years i mean we're talking about a kid who grew up on the side of the stage where his old man was playing his old man of course bob marley until he and his siblings were old enough to put together a band and open the show um so they did that. They had a band called the Melody Makers for a, a long darn time, and then they split up, and Ziggy's been making records on his own ever since. This is the sixth of those records, and it's exactly what you would expect to hear from a record that, when you turn to the side of it and read the label on the so- spine, says Marley. Start with a tune called Amen. Brand new stuff from Ziggy Marley on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. Master, freedom for the modern slave. I 
the greener grass we play. Cause to keep the world afraid. Price that we just can't pay. To keep the monsters from the gates. We're gonna put together for the suffering to be saved. Hey, we're gonna put together. H-U-O, we're everywhere. Who else but the album drop? I found a place where the weekend's long. Don't check no lucky just carry on. Why should you laugh instead of cry? Why should you live instead of die? I'll be your reason. It's okay, go on and give me a try. Yeah. 
Drop.
tunes from the brand new self-titled release from Ziggy Marley. First we heard Amen, Weekends Long was the second one, and the one that we just played was called Marijuana Man. And much like his father and many of his siblings, Ziggy is an outspoken proponent for legalization and for general use and acknowledgement of the cannabis plant. Just yesterday, he tweeted, The time to hashtag grow our future with hemp is now. A blessing to see at Hemp History Week spreading the good word. And it makes me think back to when I was 10 years old at the exhibition in Toronto. I went with my dad uh, to, I think, what was my first concert. And Ziggy was playing at the band shell at the CNE there. And, you know, it was a fantastic show. Uh, you know, did a bunch of his tunes, obviously covered a bunch of his dad's tunes. And I remember sometime during the show asking my dad, you know, what that weird smell was. And I'll never forget it because he looked me right in the face and he said, that's opium. And it took me a few years to realize that he was messing with me. This is the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM, and I thank you for being a part of it. My name's Phil Shurikawa, and before we continue looking forward to the newest and most exciting things here in the world of music, we need to take a, a step back and look at where we came from, and we do that by doing this. And now, it's time for the new number one song in the land is... Well, I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person. We weren't on any crusade. This was selfish. There should be no such thing as a price tag on music. This Week in Music History... June 13th, 1970, the Beatles' 12th and final studio album, Let It Be, reached number one on the Billboard album charts. Most people don't know that the record was recorded and eventually put on the shelf so they could keep writing and recording. The result of that? Abbey Road. Also June 13th, but 1995, Ottawa's own Alanis Morissette released her third record, Jagged Little Pill. The massive success of that groundbreaking release is a testament to how good of a record it really was. It was the first number one album in the U.S. by a Canadian woman. It sold over 30 million copies. It afforded her the clout to play God in the film Dogma and inspired the renaming of the University of Ottawa's library building in spite of a poor understanding of grammatical conventions. And isn't it ironic? June 14, 1994, composer Henry Mancini passed away at the age of 70. Often referred to as the mascot's best friend, Mancini had a long career and wrote some of the most recognizable film and TV scores of the 1960s and 1970s. Like this one. Or this one. Who could forget Baby Elephant Walk? June 15th, 1989, Nirvana's debut album Bleach was released. The title is alleged to have come from a billboard for a public awareness campaign that Cobain saw urging junkies to bleach their needles. It remains the best-selling record in Sub Pop's catalog. The best part of the album is that it was recorded at a cost of $606.17, which was covered by Jason Everman, a guitarist who was really digging their work and was essentially made a member of the band due to his financial contribution. He's credited on the back of the record without having actually played on it. 
June 15, 1994, The Lion King hit theaters. The star-studded animated film featured the music of Elton John, and among its many accolades, its soundtrack was the first to ever go diamond in the U.S., signifying sales of 10 million copies. June 16, 1994, whole bassist Kristen Pfaff was found dead in her apartment in Seattle. Now here's where it gets interesting. Pfaff had just completed a detox and was alleged to be frustrated with Courtney Love, so much so that her possessions were already packed in a U-Haul, and she was ready to leave the Northwest and the band Hole behind. It's also well documented that she and Kurt Cobain were friends and mutual admirers of each other, both professionally and generally as human beings. Add to this the fact that Cobain was seen traveling days before his death with a woman who was not Courtney Love, and let's just say my tinfoil hat needs to be adjusted. Some people think it's weird that two people that had a problem with Courtney Love died of a mysterious heroin overdose weeks apart from each other. I'm not going to say they're wrong. June 16th also saw the release of two music-based movies that left a lasting impression on popular culture. In 1978, it was Grease. Then in 1980, it was the Blues Brothers. First you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. June 18th, 1948 was the day Columbia Records changed the game for music recording after beginning production on the 33 and 3rd RPM record. Previous to this, records were recorded at 78 revolutions per minute and could only hold about 3 minutes of music. These new records from Columbia could hold a whopping 23 minutes per side. Notable music birthdays from this week include Rivers Cuomo, Ice Cube, MC Ren, both from NWA, of course, Tupac Shakur, Barry Manilow, Jello Biafra, Kendrick Lamar, Blake Shelton, Paul McCartney, Ann Wilson, Paula Abdul, and Macklemore. And finally this week, June 15, 1963, Q Sakamoto became the first artist from Asia to reach number one on the Billboard singles chart. He did it with a song called Ue Amue Te Oruku. At this point, it's still the only song sung in Japanese to ever reach number one on that chart. In a classic example of 60s-era whitewashing, the British release of the song saw it renamed Sukiyaki, which is actually the name of a popular Japanese food plate and has nothing to do with the lyrics of the song. An article posted in Newsweek magazine described the practice as akin to if they were to release the song Moon River in Japan and call it Beef Stew. I think it's just a beautiful tune and we're going to play it for you now here on the album drop.
J-pop superstar Ku Sakamoto Tsukiyaki from the self-titled release from 1963 here on the album drop. Definitely the oldest song I've ever played on this show. And I know what you're thinking. I'm going to help you. And I know that I've promised not to sing on the show before, so I'm going to do it anyways. I love you so how much you'll never know. Yeah, that's where it came from. Just FYI. And that was this week in music history. You're listening to the album drop on CHUO 89.1 FM, and I thank you for doing so. My name is Phil Shurikawa. One more record to talk about this week. It's album number five from The Kills. It's called Ash and Ice. And as per their reputation, you can expect a collection of beautiful and intriguing minimalistic rock and roll here. I gotta tell you, I really feel Alison Mossad's voice is on point on this release. I mean, it's fantastic, just period, full stop. But this... Something about this record, it just it does it for me. Critics have not been as accommodating to this release as their previous ones, nor as accommodating as I have been in the last few seconds, but music critics suck. What do they know? We're going to start with a tune called Black Tar. It's brand new stuff from The Kills here on the album Drop CHU 89.1 FM.
album drop with Phil Shurikawa. My name is Tom Green. Daddy, would you like some sausage?
Brand new stuff from the kills here on the album drop CHUO 89.1 FM. The record is called Ash and Ice. That was Days of Why and How. We also heard Black Tar. A couple really cool tunes from a really, really cool record. Just about out of time here, but I want to direct your attention to our website, thealbumdrop.ca, where I've put up a new feature. It's called the Album Drop Reading List. This week, I've got stories on there about a club in Los Angeles where DJs are not allowed to spin turntables anymore. There's also a great story with an interview of the former CEO of Ticketmaster explaining why you didn't get Tragically Hip tickets and why you never get tickets to the shows you want to go and check out. There's also a story on there about a computer, I guess we'll call it. It's artificial intelligence, uh, and it's created by Google, and it's writing music. It wrote this tune. Still pretty basic, but robots will take over the world. We've been warned. All that and more on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks a lot for listening to the show. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Connect with us on Instagram. And come on back in seven days for a brand new episode of the show. I'll leave you with a little bit more of this. Take care now. listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm finished.